And now, a special announcement from the local carnival. Ladies and gentlemen, step right up, step right up. Freaks, clowns, exotic animals, and dancing dolls. We have it all. Don't wait. <laughs> Don't hesitate. You won't want to miss it. This is the Dark Carnival. <laughs> hey everybody, Alex here. Sorry to interrupt. We had some technical difficulties, which cut out about the first five minutes of our recording. In case you forgot, we are a Through the Bridge actual play podcast set in the world of Malifaux. Five minutes isn't too much, and it's primarily us arguing over the finer points of what happened post-time travel. If this doesn't make any sense, go back and listen to the Dark Carnival episodes leading up to this one. Now, let's get back to the show. So Darling will go ahead and look over at Donovan. Be cool. Don't talk about it. Don't. Yeah, Donovan's got the squinty eyes. Definitely looks like he's trying to uh, analyze what's happening or what happened. Um, and I guess he'll uh, he'll try to recall any uh, pertinent information about Neverborn and magic and time travel. Do it. If you can. Do it. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> what should I, uh, what, what skill should I use for this? Uh, you should be using whatever my book tells me you should be using moments. Um, okay. So you will be using your, just go ahead and do a literacy. It's not necessarily what the skill says in the, the book, but we're going to be drawing on knowledge you have from reading books. So we'll use literacy. Okay. Uh, I got an ace of masks, which means I got a three of masks. Sweet. That's totally terrible, and you don't remember anything. Uh, yeah, he'll just sit there and look baffled then. <laughs> um. So, yep. uh, Donovan... While you're sitting there looking baffled in this whole commotion of you've been practically eviscerated by some strange blobby creature, you've been accosted by clowns, you've been searching for, you know, the male lover of your life, you, in your baffled state, you go to just adjust your glasses like you do a million times a day to realize they are gone. Do I have my three pairs of glasses from the first time that we did this? <laughs> you do. You now only have two pairs of glasses. Okay. Well, I will look around. I'll put a pair of glasses on and then look around on the ground to see if they are on the ground. No, they're not on the ground. I'll uh, grab onto um, Darling's arm that might be uh, wet. <laughs> as like a, as like I'm like testing it. As well as asking this question. Um, and say, have you seen my glasses? <laughs> Darling, you are strangely groped while he asks you a question. <laughs> you wear glasses? Yes, my glasses. My glasses. Can you not see without your glasses? <laughs> I would Please. like to see with my glasses. Oh, well, um... That's quite a problem you have. I would say no, then. So if I if I didn't need my glasses to see, would you have said yes? <laughs> <laughs> what I, I might have. Well, I don't need but, them, then. <laughs> well, then I definitely haven't seen them. <laughs> Darling, he's saying yeah. this to you uh, while he still has glasses on his face. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Stick with it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and she has like a, a wicked little smirk, and she is not even pretending to lie well, just sticking to her guns. Okay. Uh, Stuart and James, just FYI, you're listening to this because they're they are suddenly standing beside you, having this conversation. Right. Like so. So they're just they're just suddenly there. Yeah. It's just poof. There. Like no smoke, no brimstone, no nothing. They're there. Um, we'll let uh, Donovan finish his statement that he was going to say, then we'll come back to everybody. Sorry, Donovan. Okay. 
Uh, no, it's fine. Donovan was just gonna uh, squeeze her arm a little extra tight before letting go, uh, looking really annoyed. Okay. Well, she's still not moist. Uh, try again later. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So, James and Stuart, if you wish to react to your friends or comrades, if you will, suddenly poofing next to you, you may. They didn't poof, but they're just suddenly like there, like saw. Yeah. Um. Well, James, at least, kind of like you know that like. You know that weird, like, turtle thing people sometimes do when they're just, like, they have no idea what's happening? That's, like, kind of retreating their neck. <laughs> James is going to kind of do that. And, like, just kind of, like, look over to Stuart. Just the clearly extremely confused and scared because he does not know what the fuck is happening. Uh, like, it probably just, and, like, making, you know, those confused noise, he just looks over at him, he's just like, Ah, uh, what? So, Stuart, um, I'm gonna say Stuart is no more surprised by them appearing seemingly out of thin air than he would be if they just walked up. I think he's stressed <laughs> and distracted, so I think he's going to look to them with some alarm, um, but then continue on to say okay we're all together <laughs> we need to get out <laughs> not quite yet no <laughs> I still have a job I need to do yeah I have to find the clown I have to find the clown still why <laughs> it's very important to him can't you tell N no no, I, I can't. It, it seems like our lives are in danger. And he's going to uh, motion to uh, where Donovan's uh, big old bite mark would be. Yeah, I think if I... I bet you if I find him, then I'll be fine. And then I won't have to worry about this anymore. You think that it'll just go away? I think it won't happen again. Uh, <laughs> Aren't you supposed to be a journalist? There's a great story here. There's not. He's going to uh, motion around the carnival around him. There's no one. G and he sputters off and uh, turns to James. We have to go. It could be your big break. And I guess I want to try and bewitch him. Yep. Ooh. Gross. It ain't gonna work. <laughs> but let's try it anyway. She's gonna um, display her feminine wiles. A twelve of masks. Holy ass! Um, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Um, Spencer, you will flip a scrutiny duel. Well, you'll use your scrutiny to go against her. Okay. Neato. Neato. I have a point in that. Cool. Oh yeah! Shit! Crushed. What? I got, I Damn. got a. Uh, what would that be? A thirteen. So that'd be a fourteen mm -hmm. of tomes. Damn. Well, yeah. Yeah. Um, you what? So what goes down in in Mister Stewart's head? Um, you realize? Well. Oh. No, keep going. Keep going. I was gonna say, you realize this lovely image in pink is trying to persuade you to stick around you realize it's not mm -hmm. a great idea you're still sticking by your guns um but mate you kind of there's almost a sense sense of help in why she's asking you to like stick around and like this could be your big break so it's you're not exactly off put by it but you realize she is trying to use you mm-hmm mm-hmm all right. Well, um, so Stuart is going to uh, turn away from James briefly. What would it take to get you folks to leave? A certain blue-haired cross-dressing clown 
that doesn't <laughs> exist. And I need to find my friend, a very good friend, in fact, certainly that I've met before. <laughs> <laughs> That's really having a rough time here. Donovan looks consulted that you said Baritone Lola doesn't exist. <laughs> Stuart is going to look back to James as if for uh, some sort of advice, but he will he, well, he oh, will uh, quickly continue on to say <laughs> alright, so if we find your friend, then we can leave this place before the guild shows up and torches it to the ground, right? And Baritone Lola. I... <laughs> So Stuart is going to cut himself off because he has nothing nice to say about that. Well, the guild, guild are our friends, right? So I doubt that they would burn us down with it. But I suppose you have a good point. Stuart is uh, too stressed out to laugh at the notion that the guild wouldn't burn them alive. Um, uh, instead, he's going to look to James. Are you able right now to help with this? Would you be able to help look for this person? These people. Um. <laughs> I, I, I guess. Are, are there going to be any more of those, you know, things? Oh, I'd imagine so. So Stuart is going to snap a gaze back at Darling, because that's not... <laughs> that's not how he convinces this bard to accompany us on our clown-killing adventures. <laughs> oh my I'm god, bard. bard. <laughs> that, that startling realization. Looking back to James, there might be... Okay, um, I don't want to be alone again. All right. Please. Well, then, stick with us, keep your eyes open, and this won't take long. I've heard that before. I highly doubt that. So, Stuart is going to, uh, massage his brow, <laughs> um, but he has... He just said that he was gonna help, and it would be- he would look stupid if he just walked away right now. So he's gonna- he's gonna stick it out. Okay. Cool. Donovan's going to walk up to Dave Matthews. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, <laughs> uh, very seriously remind him of Baritone Lola's description. So that he can keep an eye out. Oh my god. Okay. Uh, Mr. Five Four and a Half, you have been regaled again about the description of this hairy, portly man in a tutu wearing clown makeup. Um, perfect. So, as you guys are conversing, whatever, you start down this road. Um, darling, you, you're kind of being not necessarily pulled but the fates are kind of leading you somewhere you saw rashad head off this direction before he dissipated so you're sort of leading the pack you you have the real i mean you and donovan have the real quests here but yours is more important because hey you're darling and everything you do is important it's true so you're walking you make it about two feet away from you originally standing and you hear this as you step on something. Oh, no. I looked down. It's a bug. <laughs> no, it's a, a <laughs> pair of spectacles that look very similar to those that were on the face of your rather annoying friend. Hey. Hey. Uh, she keeps walking like nothing happened. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> So, the rest of you can make a notice check at a negative flip to see if you notice her look down before she continues moving on. Is Black Joker good or bad? That's bad. Oh, never mind. 
<laughs> um, Donovan got a five of Rams. Okay. James got the black Joker. I got an ace. Yes, he and you did. got an ace. Okay, well, we'll start with Donovan. For the grace of all that is guild, you happened to catch her head on the upswing. You realize she was walking. She there was a quick pause. She and you must she must have looked at something, and that's what you were seeing is the head returning back to normal position before she went off. Um, taking a moment to to take the scene in, you do see something kind of mushed into the dirt where she was standing. Uh, then Stuart, you're not going to see a dang thing and just follow right behind, darling. Mister five mm-hmm. four and a half. Um. Oh, yikes. You, it's not necessarily the sun. The sun is almost completely gone at this point. Twilight is upon us. It's not necessarily a glint of some ray on swamp gas. And you're not so sure you're actually seeing what you're seeing. But as you're looking towards Darling, in front of her is the clown described to you. He's about two yards away, just pirouetting in place. And as he spins around to see you, he gives you a thumbs up. He signs you a heart. He waves, all just in this strange carousel rotation, never putting his secondary foot down, never ceasing, until he spins another time, and you see that same child that you were following down the road in his hands. Then his back goes to you. He comes around again, that he is now, his mouth fully open, bearing at least two rows of serrated teeth, and beginning to shove the child down his gullet. At this point, Darling steps into your Uh. field of view for but a second. She continues forward, and the image is gone. Uh, fucking (laughs) Christ. So, uh, (laughs) James definitely is gonna, it's like one of those, like, trips over his own foot and like falls cool, back cool. onto his ass uh and kind of like will point in like the direction it was and goes ah, 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 baritone lola <laughs> donovan and just adhering freak out briefly. the name <laughs> will spin around very quickly and scream the name baritone lola okay there is no response you do however see your glasses donovan mushed into the dirt with a certain uh, footstep on it, I imagine. Yeah, definitely a certain <laughs> footstep. And on the lenses, which seem to miraculously have not shattered, a message is written. Uh, Do you pick them up? Well, to- I'll read it. Okay. Yeah. In beautiful, very small cursive is written, time is running out. Your piece is on the losing side of the board. If you need a hint, seek out Mr. Cooper in the big top. On the secondary lens, probably your left lens would be sincerely BL. All right, I run to the big top. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, uh, suddenly Donovan runs off to the big top. Darling, you hear him just book it. Uh, I'll look over my shoulder to see how the other two are reacting. Well, Stuart was pretty much right behind you, so I assume he has kind of the same, like, huh, reaction. Um, Mr. Mm-hmm. Five, four and a half is on his ass. Like, he fell over. Uh, and it's definitely <laughs> terrified. <laughs> oh, I, I guess you would have heard him scream baritone Lolo in a, Lola in a, like, distressed manner. I feel like we should follow him wherever he's going. She's like, it's like kind of putting her toe in the water. <laughs> like, what do you guys think? <laughs> well, Stuart is going to turn uh, and offer his hand to James um, before stating, I think the kid's gone insane. I think we should just press on. Um, so James kind of like, like at like with their, like, like the whole time. So even like before the hand comes out, uh, the, like, cause I just imagine him, st- he's just going over it in his head, but out loud. 
just just you know, baritone lola oh he ate him he he just put oh my god the teeth he just yeah, the whole thing he just put it in his mouth and he's there and he's gone he's maybe you're right maybe you should take your friend back or to the bank do, do you live at the bank i suppose it doesn't matter well i'm not sure how much she can be of help to me and my other help has run off so Stuart is going to uh, look to James even still. Are you feeling well? He, he ate the boy. Who? Baritone Lola. He just ate him whole. Did you see this in the big top? He was right there. Where? And Stuart turns and motions for him to point. I, I mean, he points in general direction of where he saw. Uh, I don't know, like, which direction that well, yeah. kind of would have been. Um, so, Stuart is going to pause. Um, and then, I guess he will look back to Darling. Something's not right with these folks. You don't say. At this point... <laughs> She'll turn on her heel and, and backtrack to them. Okay. I'm going to give you the similar speech that I gave our dear, dear friends, Julian, or whoever he was. <laughs> <laughs> when something like this is happening, you don't want to stand out. That makes you a target. That makes you, and she points towards uh, James Matthew, and makes you like him. It's easier if you play the game. Stuart is going to uh, once again offer his hand to help James steady out. It's your call. Um. So, Jane, like James will, he will, you know, take your hand. So, getting up. Um. You will notice, though, even after getting up, he does not let go. Okay. <laughs> hmm. Okay. I'm okay. Are you? Uh, and just that very, like, slowly and just, like, hesitantly turning to face Darling. Y yes? Well, then, do we go after... She doesn't even, like, try to bother with the name this time. Do we go after him, or do we keep going about my job? After the end of that statement, Darling, in your ear, you hear a soothing tonal embrace a voice if you will <laughs> darling i do believe the big top would be the best place to find mercury you don't want to keep him waiting as a familiar finger just strokes the side of your face and then is gone here's the voice of rashad and his finger just stroked your cheek but I he thought, is no longer there i thought rashad said Gross. that he was in the hall of mirrors or freaks somewhere uh-huh he, okay. uh, he was he was uh Rashad said you would go to the, the freak show to find him, but you also knew that Mercury was performing in the big top. Okay, so it's just a change of information. So Sorry, it's just a it change of, it's, yeah, it's just, uh, um, clearly the information you were given before was correct. Perhaps Rashad was leading you somewhere else and could have been nefarious. Uh, so I think Darling then would kind of brush with like the back of her hand where she felt his hand. Okay. I'm making an executive decision. We're going to the big top. And she'll spin on her heel and start going towards that direction. Okay, so do you two um, follow her? I assume yes. Okay, so if James is following, uh, then Stuart will go okay, as well. Okay, seeing as you were both tied at the wrist. Stuart, I would like you to, at, at a positive flip, please make me a, uh, a willpower flip it's not necessarily a check but i i want you to uh make this for me and you get a positive spin on it okay so that would be a 14 well okay so have Stuart do all the flipping tonight got it <laughs> um Stuart, yeah <laughs> the camaraderie shown to you and like through you to james and james to you has kind of bolstered your resolve 
Um, you're feeling like you're not so sure where this darling chick is, you know, getting her drugs, but they're clearly good or she's still full of the hysteria Mm -hmm. and you need to get her to the asylum or a nunnery. You're not sure. Um, do they even have nunneries in Malifaux? Mm -hmm. We don't know. Uh, (laughs) so Mm -hmm. the positive (laughs) aspect of this, um, I would, I'm giving you kind of a gate, get out of jail free card. The fates of Malifaux have kind of brought you to a kindred soul in James. So if you were to fail an action or a duel in this episode, we can negate it once Mm -hmm. by pulling on those strings of fate. Another thing, you will be able to kind of rouse your friend, James. You can kind of have a little bit more sway if you'll get plus like positive spins to your social duels or social skills used with James to kind of keep him along the path and keep him from running away and turning into a sniveling mess. Okay. (laughs) Cool. Okay, so we're walking to the big top. Well, some of us are walking. One of us is running. You are running towards the big top, just hasten, like, I assume, sweat beating everywhere. Uh, You have now realized there is a large, like, all of the people in the carnival are gathering inside the big top. So you are kind of herded into a line of these people kind of like cattle do you kind of go with the flow are you pushing your way past people what are you doing i am pushing past people five people are in my way you real so something you are realizing just kind of out of your peripheral you're not paying too much mind to it but you are seeing it enough times to make it go huh that's weird every single person is eating some sort of carnival food Every single person is smiling while they do it. Every single person is not paying attention to the fact that strange dolls are acting as a barricade, keeping them in like in line going towards the big top. And no one is caring that flying monkeys are putting strange stamps with a wooden stamp block on the back of their hands as they enter in the tent. Give me a an evade an evade or stealth whichever you have neither okay well however i'm going i drew a four of rams but i'm going to spend my jack of crows from my hand so that i have an 11 of crows to evade cool totally fine you evade getting stamped by these monkeys you kind of get through, well, A, you use this very portly man, clearly somewhat of import, judging by his suit. Um, he could very well be possibly the mayor of the town. You're not sure, but he's very wide. And you were able to kind of get behind him and not be seen by these monkeys. So you did not get stamped. But you are still ushered to a seat in the big top. Um, so that's just, we're going to leave. You do not see hide nor hair of Baritone Lola. You see other clowns in the center of the ring doing various juggling acts, fire breathing, things like that. The strange wooden dolls are also stabbing themselves with swords, dancing. Uh, you see some of them drop in and out. The top of the the top of the big top is pitch black, but suddenly these dolls will swing down on gossamer cloth just to perform acrobatics, things like that. You're not exactly sure what they're attached to. They seem to just be flying in midair. I'm looking for any indicator any indication that a Mr. Cooper even exists? Uh, I don't suppose I see anything. Not yet. Like a big sign or poster. No. Okay. You do know Mr. You've seen Mr. Cooper. He was at the head of the circus as they rolled through town. You know he exists. Oh, okay. 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 Just as Nequoia. Cool. Okay. So we'll leave you there. You're, I'm going to say we'll give you a positive spin to your next notice check, looking for something that will lead you to the baritone. Okay. But you will just let you sit there and ponder for a hot second while the rest of our crew also see this sort of cattle line. You will be at the very back of this line because most of the people in the carnival have already entered the big top. So you are not necessarily okay. ushered or like contained as much. The dolls have hence widened and there are less of them, seeing as there's not as many people to control. Um, there are still two flying monkeys neither of which are that albino one that you're used to, Stuart. Mm. Uh, but they are just kind of chilling on post, chittering to each other, clearly having a conversation, even using their hands like some humans would do. They see you coming. 
they, they snap to attention. They give you a toothy monkey grin and like hold out these stamps ready for you as you walk towards the entrance of the big, big top. All right. So is uh, Darling still at the front of us? I assumed. Okay. I think she is just so preoccupied with getting inside and finding her man. Okay. That's just kind of like Donovan in the sense that there's like blinders on unless someone stops or points something out. Again, her big thing is also blending. Like she's not trying to make a spectacle out of herself. She's willing to to wait and try try to sneak in if she has to. Interesting question, darling. Hmm. Blending in. Would you have used any form of parlor trick to make that a little bit more believable? Would she have disguised her like not necessarily disguised, but dampened something on her or accentuated a feature like perhaps she's trying to per, you know persuade her others to believe she's a performer things like that i think she'd be trying to maintain her kind of daily what she calls blending in so like the sparkles on her dress she she maintains she is still trying to be excited and just as energetic as these people actually i guess so she had a bite or two of the caramel apple but not much else. Were there any effects from that that'd be translated here now? There is nothing apparent to you that has happened. Okay. Is there anything apparent about the other people who are eating food? Um, you are only going to see the backs of these people. The um, Those you have come across on the kind of carnival roads have just seemed so excited and so enthralled with everything this carnival has to offer. They haven't really noticed, and even you yourself have been known to kind of look over some of the things that aren't necessarily as clean and as polished as they should be or you know they're not really paying attention to the the strange kind of physical appearance of some of the the clowns and the other various like carnival folk that you've seen around um you've paid more attention to that but they still kind of just look like strange oddball people i mean the carnival's known for hiring freaks so you really didn't think much about it okay uh well, then I guess in this case, it's going to be her returning to that excited thing of looking over her, her shoulder. Like, come on, guys, let's go. Let's go find us a seat. Hopefully we can still find us a seat. Or maybe we can find ourselves a snack. Either way, I'm really excited. I've only heard amazing things about this big top. Okay. At the statement of we could find a snack and a seat, behind the dolls, it's from some side. You're not really sure where this person came from. Your head was turned to your comrades. Um, staying in front of you is about a five-six portly man wearing a taffeta tutu, bright red pumps, fishnets over his hairy legs, <laughs> sporting a tattoo of a heart that says mom on his left slightly saggy pectoral. He greets you in full clown getup with his lovely um, fez and blue hair, takes a curtsy. I heard you were looking for a snack, dearie. Oh my gosh, you're the famous baritone Lola, aren't you? You've heard of me. My fans are everywhere. Don't fawn over me. Fawn. And he just kind of like, vo- like not necessarily vogues, but just touches his face and just lives for the moment for a moment. Like, yeah, just lives for the moment. One of my very best oh, friends, God. his name is Donovan. He's been looking for you. I don't know any Donovans. It's such a dull name. But anyway, a snack. Oh, I might just... <gasps> And just out of thin air, this clown produces a black candied apple and hands it to you. And she's going to take it without hesitation. She does not bite into it, but she has it. Perfect. Oh, oh wow, Baritone Lola, this is magnificent. But can you get us a seat, too? I don't want to miss your show. Mm, well, I'm not performing tonight. You see, the laryngitis, it's its taken us. It's a travesty. But yes, I can be your usher. Follow me. And he just wiggles his, you know, kind of oversized man butt in his taffeta tutu and enters in the 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 big top. He pauses for a moment, says something in the chittering monkey language, pauses, looks behind you and just smiles, this really big grin. And the two monkeys begin to fly over to you. Uh, don't mind them. Just extend your your back of your hand. Whichever one will do, they'll give you an entrance stamp. We see all of this, right? Yeah, you're not hallucinating this. 
Okay. <laughs> well, either way, I just need to be clear on whether or not, because if I'm seeing Baritone Lola right now, I'm sorry, but Stuart, you are getting, like, I just hands, fingers just dug into, like, your wrist. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, James is just, like, silently seething, just... But yeah, he is just digging into your arm. Despite that, Stuart is going to remain stoic and unremarkable, and he is now trying, as they are nearing the big top and the monkeys are closing in, trying not to make a spectacle of himself. (laughs) Okay, so all three of you get, the monkeys are very ginger, they're not rough with it, they just, this wooden stamp on the back of your hand, which is Mm -hmm. just a pretty mundane mask. It has no real facial features except for slits for eyes. One is a crescent moon kind of up, upwards, kind of like a happy eye, the other is downwards, sort of like a, a saddened or somber eye. There is, of course, no mouth. Um, but you are all stamped. The monkeys fly off, and Lola just, come, 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 just clicking while kind of, uh, like, sashaying, like, we'll say sashaying into the big top. As as they follow along, uh, Stuart is going to lift his hand that was just stamped. Um, he's going to look at it briefly, and trying to be as nonchalant as he can, he is going to, uh, he's going to lightly bite into the back of his hand and uh, try wetting the stamp and then seeing if it rubs off on his uh, pant leg. Uh, It does, because you were fast enough at doing so the ink had not really dried. There's still some like some semblance of an outline of it, just what had kind of stained your skin, but it's very, very faint. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, he's going to fuss with that as they continue. Oh, Baritone Lola, I... I know I've already been a terrible bore in asking you to guide us to our seats and providing us snacks, but I have one more huge, huge favor, if you don't mind. Oh, the, the diva tires of your requests, but just one more. Well, if you guide my, my friends here to their seats, really why I'm here is to see my friend Mercury. It would just, it would make my entire visit to this carnival if I could go see him before the show. Oh, Mr. Mercury. Yes, you have good taste. I watch him often. Yes, yes. Um, how about any chitters again? And the albino flying monkey from the bottomless or I guess topless pit that is the big top flies down. He begins exchanging chittering noises with it. And Baritone Lola extends his clearly like visibly sweaty palm to you darling as the monkey gestures to um james and stewart to follow it all right well stewart is going to give a uh, concerned glance to darling but he will follow the monkey and uh kind of motion for james to uh follow along uh, so James, like, he'll, I mean, he'll try to whisper it as much as he can to Stuart, but he just, I think he's gonna eat her. <laughs> <laughs> Trying his best, but still probably thinking that, you know, uh, something happened to James in the big top to cause him to lose his goddamn mind. <laughs> is just going to offer (laughs) oh yeah that's so comforting (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah everything's gonna be okay (laughs) in your head Mr. James you hear you're not sure if you're hearing it audibly or if it's just a voice inside your head at this point but it is the baritone speaking to you in the same sort of hushed tone you were using oh my Yes, sophisticated. I don't eat full-grown people, only children. So, like, <laughs> so he's still like latched on to Stuart. So Stuart, like, I, if he like noticed, I guess, just 
very just very suddenly just like a quick like you know kind of like a wince of like squeezing slightly tighter and kind of like he straightens up and goes mm. <laughs> mm-hmm so Stuart will quietly remind James you have to keep your cool god damn it James is gonna fucking flip in this place <laughs> <laughs> So Darling will take the offered hand without flinching. Um, okay. Internally disgusted. Wet. But, <laughs> but she's continuing her charade. And she gives another glance to Stuart and James. Be sure to find our friend uh, d- d- Dan- Donovan Daniel, who, who, our friend, our friend. Remember, he ran in here ahead of us, maybe scouting out seats. Just be sure to find him. Yes? And she, like, eyes wide, trying to insinuate, like, hey, you don't have to sit down. You can find the person who was running around all over the place. Mm-hmm. Stuart will look away from that motion, back to James, then to the monkey, which I'm assuming is still leading them on. It is. It's just floating there, smiling at you, Stuart. Not even paying attention to James. It's looking directly like into your pupils, into your soul, just smiling that same <laughs> Yeah, <immigrant>. I bet <laughs> it is. <laughs> so he's gonna follow this, uh... He's gonna follow the monkey for now. Okay. Um, keep his focus on that. Okay. So, the group splits again. We'll start with uh, James and Stuart. You are led to two seats adjacent to... Your long-lost friend Donovan. Though, in the commotion of everything, he is just scouring the big top. All the seats people are sitting in, the center ring. You, of course, are also seeing the clowns and the dolls performing. Um, But you notice he was wearing glasses before he started running in here. He is no longer wearing those glasses. God damn it. (laughs) And he hasn't even noticed. Um, So you are able to sit down next to him just fine. Stuart will take his seat as I assume James does the same. Uh, he will try to uh, get his arm free. <laughs> I was wondering how long it was going to take before Spencer was just like, I need to get him off. <laughs> if Stuart is like actively just kind of like, yeah, let go. Um, like James, like he will let go and kind of like, you know, realize he's been squeezing the fuck out of his arm uh kind of like look at it and then back up to Stuart he's like oh I'm 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 sorry Stuart will shake his head make nothing of it do we do we just wait Stuart is going to while looking to James nod his head towards Donovan well we already found one of them we just have to wait for uh snaps his fingers, you know. Darling. Sparkles. What's her face to do her thing? Darling. (laughs) I'm very famous. Well, so you guys sit there. Um, Donovan, are you going to pay any mind to your two friends that just sat next to you, or do you even care? No. I'm way more interested in winning my game. Okay. Have you tried exclaiming baritone Lola while you've been sitting here? Uh, no, not yet, because I'm looking for Mr. Cooper right now. Got it. Okay, so you're still looking. Haven't seen him. I'm just going to leave you alone. Um, we'll go to Darling, being pulled along forcibly by the sweaty-palmed, large, hairy man, um, who has never stopped talking to you. I assume in a Darling fashion, you have no idea what he's saying, because you could care less. Very true. He realizes you could care less and has been throwing random words out there like apple schnitzel, uh-huh. owl, oh, yeah. blue, uh-huh. and it's <laughs> the whole time <laughs> this is what's been happening. Um, you are brought to a kind of screened off, they are Chinese or Oriental uh, folding screens, they're paper screens. Okay. Um, you've seen their like before. Um, Jacob has a few of them in the honeypots. 
Uh, they were, you know, he got them from the Ten Thunders. Uh, they were brought over by uh, the Asian uh, immigrants as means of selling. They make them like they're made out of rice paper. It's they're gorgeous. They're hand painted, things like that. These are no lesser quality of what Mr. Lynch has bought. Behind these screens are various bodies you can see illuminated by candlelight or lantern light. Uh, the baritone lets go of your hand. He curtsies a final time, this time silent. Nods his head into the screens and like continues to hold the curtsy, waiting for you to walk into the like behind the screens. She will return the curtsy and walk behind the screens. Okay. Behind there, there are several dozen odd-looking clowns. Um, you see the thin-bearded woman from earlier were uh, mulling over a tarot spread. There is a obnoxiously beautiful woman sitting off by herself in the corner, just preening her hair. And then there is Mercury, or what you have just you know you've been described what he would be looking slightly off he seems to have taken on a little bit more of a gray skin tone and is looking a little bit manic he is he has been possibly working this uh the spring mechanism used you assume for some sort of weightlifting and has now taken to twisting it and crushing it and completely mangling it so it will never be used again. Just off, looking off. And you see a familiar sparkle coming out of the corner of his mouth. So you've seen this sparkle happen in some of the patrons of the honeypot. You know it has to deal with the substance that Mr. Lynch peddles brilliance. Well, then she's going to walk by everyone else as if she belongs in the green room, because it's not her first time in a green room. Mm-hmm. And she'll just walk right up to, to Mercury. Oh, Mercury, it's so good to see you. Mm. It, uh, do I know you? No, but we could. Could we? Oh, forgive me. I'm, I'm a huge fan, but could we maybe step outside or find some place with some privacy real quick. It'll be a gif. You'll be back for your performance. No problem. He eyes the, the handbag. Like, eyes it all like all the way but Sunday. Um, he just nods and stands up. This hulking man. Though, as he stands up, you see kind of some of, not necessarily some of the, def, like, some of the definition, some of the tone that he probably sports on his physique has it's like it's deflated it's like he's sort of withering from the inside out um and he again will lead you out the back of the big top but continually look over his shoulder not at you but where your handbag would be and you exit outside once we're outside she'll do a check to see who's watching if anyone all you can see is a singular albino flying monkey just chilling on what would be like a makeshift fence. It's kind of twirling its fez on its finger. So she'll hold up the handbag towards her face so at least she can pretend like there's eye contact. All right, Mercury. You've been a very naughty boy. You've known this, right? You didn't really think you could run away and join the circus and get away from Mr. Lynch. Mercury did not run away. Mercury has job. You have, you have brilliance. It's very true. Oh, that's right. He. That's right. For some reason, I thought he worked at the honeypot already. It's a. Nope. Fuck. It's all just a ruse. Uh. Okay. I mean, darling, could come to that realization. Like, oh shit, Mister Lynch played me. Okay. All right. So she wasn't in on it. So I just want to make sure I. Yeah, she wasn't in on line. it. She'll take a moment to register all that then and kind of tap the, the bag to her shoulder as she thinks. Well then, that does change the game somewhat. I do have some brilliance here. And she kind of waves it lazily side to side. His eyes follow. But I'm only allowed to give it to you if you follow me back to Mr. Lynch. 
Mr. Lynch will kill me and he continues just to stare and starts to drone Mercury is indebted to Mr. Cooper must play part or all will die and he starts just shakily raising his right hand trying to take the bag if I could just get the taste I could regain my strength uh, uh, uh. and she'll move as she can watching him getting ready to run if she needs to okay. he <laughs> is, is beginning to look man. a little yeah he's looking a little more feral at this point not much but you can see that there's a little bit of desperation in his face I can give you this after the show, but you must meet me out front of the big top and we walk out of here arm in arm. I... Uh, nah. You seem to be in debt with a lot of men. I can't help you there, but Lynch and I, well, we go back. Mercury will walk you arm in arm. Da. Back to the honeypot. Da, and he just the dog just kind of extends itself a little bit, and he goes slackjaw for a moment, and then closes his mouth. How much brilliance do I have? Do I have enough to give him a taste, or is it more mm. like a one go kind of thing? It's kind of a one go. Okay. The she's going to lower the hand back somewhat. I, I wish I could give you. Even just a taste. Unfortunately, that's not how this is going to work this evening. I'm sure you understand. He nods. And almost stepping out of his shadow is an elegant pan. Clad in a crushed purple velvet smoking jacket. His long brunette hair beautifully washed and groomed. His pinstripe pants um, seeming to be striped with silver. Steps around, Mr. Mercury, putting a hand on his shoulder. That was such a beautiful performance, my darling. That's me. Trying to persuade my strong man out of servitude. I, I could commend you for that speech. He may not realize that you're playing him being an addict, but I cannot have you part with what is mine. Hey everyone, it's Alex, one more time. If you liked this episode, please subscribe, rate, and review us. Do you want to stay in touch? We'd love to hear from you. We are on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at SoulStoryPod. The cast is on Twitter as well. You can find Moose at Moosifo, Spencer at SpareBearTheMeek, BamBam at HotBam with three M's, Logan at KOTL of the Light. And you can find me, your Fate Master, at Roll for Alex.